In the early 90s, when the downsizing trends swept newspapers, it had been Tom Crome's misfortune to have found a comfortable niche with a respectable but doomed paper, and to have been laid off at a time when the business was glutted with hungry, experienced writers. It was his further misfortune to have been peaking in his career as an investigative reporter at a time when most newspapers no longer wished to pay for those particular skills. He had taken the feature-writing job at the Register because he needed the money. He was saving for a cabin on Kodiak Island, or possibly up near Fairbanks, where he'd lived by himself. He intended to buy a snowmobile and photograph wild wolves, caribou, and eventually a grizzly bear. He intended to write a novel about a fictional actress named Mary Andrea Finley, based on a true person named Mary Andrea Finley, who in real life had spent the last four years successfully preventing Tom Crome from divorcing her. He was packing for the lotto story when Katie returned from church. Where to? Her purse hit the kitchen table like a cinder block. Place called Grange, Tom Crome said. I've been there. That's where they have the sightings, she said. Right. Crome wondered if Katie was one of the religious pilgrims. Anything was possible. He'd only known her two weeks. She said, They've got a Mother Mary that cries, and in the middle of the highway, the face of Jesus Christ. Tom Crome said, I heard about that. A stain, Katie elaborated. Dark violet, like blood or possibly transmission fluid, Chrome thought. Katie asked, When will you be back? A day or two. You gonna call me? Chrome looked up. Sure, Katie. When you get to Grange, I mean. Oh, sure. But not too late. Art gets home. At 6.30, I remember. Art being Katie's husband, Circuit Judge Arthur Battenkill, Jr., Chrome felt badly about betraying Art, even though he didn't know the man, and even though Art was cheating on Katie with both his secretaries. This was widely known, Katie had assured him, unbuckling his pants on their second date. An eye for an eye, she'd said. That's straight from the Bible. Still, Tom Chrome felt guilty. It was nothing new, possibly was even necessary. Beginning in his teenaged years, guilt had played a defining role in every romance Tom Chrome ever had. These days it was a steady, if oppressive, companion in his divorce. Barefoot in her nylons, Katie followed him out to the car. For your trip, she said, handing him a disposable camera. Could you take a picture of the weeping Madonna? <laughs>